Hey everybody, today is Tuesday the 9th, and that's crazy that the Super Bowl will be this Sunday. Who do you got, the Chiefs or the Eagles? It's also crazy that I'm recording this from my dorm room at college. In this episode, I sit down with Xavier Moore, who is a relief pitcher who is in the Orioles minor league system on the Aberdeen Ironbirds. Moore got drafted 16th out of high school to the Texas Rangers in 2017. Moore was traded to the Baltimore Orioles in 2019, and that's when his Orioles career started. In part one of Win the Day with Xavier Moore, I talked to him about the goals he sets and his first exposures to baseball. I hope you enjoy part one, and I'll be back with you after the episode. So, how was your workout tonight? It was good, man. It was a good workout. I just threw a little bullpen and uh, got a little uh, total body lift in and came back. Now, just chilling. What was the highest speed you got today? Uh, today, uh, well, my arm is starting to feel better now. I got up to 94 today, in my pen. So, nice. it was yeah, slider and change up were good as well. That's what we've been working on. So, how many days a week do you work out? Uh, I'm at five days a week. Well, it's uh, three total bodies and two like mobility slash conditioning days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I throw every single day. Uh, three days are, you know, uh, like one long toss day. Um, then I'll go out to like 120 and 90 as a recovery day. And then I'll have two. I have a bullpen on Monday and bullpens on Friday. So That's crazy. Yeah, a little I, bit. I mean, <laughs> sometimes I struggle to work out three times a day or three times a week. <laughs> That's my yeah. bad. <laughs> no, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's tough, man. But uh, it's definitely good for you. And you know, some days you don't really feel like working out, but it's it's mm-hmm. it's good for you at the end of the day. So, and we need it. So, so when you're like unmotivated, how do you motivate yourself to work out? Uh, honestly, I'll just watch like guys that like I want like where I want to be at. So my favorite mm-hmm. pitcher, Devin Williams. So I just start to watch Devin Williams and. You know, then I like motivate me to want to go work out and, and and just push through it. You know, I, I look at the the end result, the end goal is me get to the big leagues, and I know that I need some type of motivation to do that. So, so like as a kid, who'd you look up to as like a baseball player? Uh, I like Derek Jeter a lot because my dad, my dad's favorite player was Derek Jeter. You know, mm-hmm. my dad is the one who taught me the game. So, uh. You know, whatever he kind of liked, I, I like. Like, he was a Michigan fan, so I like Michigan. He was a Derek Jeter fan, so I like uh, Derek Jeter. And so, yeah, it was definitely Derek Jeter, man. I used to, I used to, every time I would play, I'd be number two and I'd tell people, like, I'm Derek Jeter. I wanted to play shortstop, all that. So, that's so cool. So, like, were you a Yankees fan growing up then? No, I really wasn't. I, I was the type of kid that, like, would bounce back from team to team, really. Like, I, I would base it off of, like, who my favorite player was at that time. So, at one mm-hmm. point, it was the Oakland Athletics because I like the UNSS for this. And, uh, you know, um, I kind of was, like, constantly switching. But I think mo- most of most of my years, being from Cleveland with the, with the Guardians. Mm-hmm. I was a big, big, uh, big Guardians fan. I was going to progressive field, watching them play, and it was awesome. So do you set goals for yourself and how do you make sure that you don't set like unachievable goals? 
Yeah, I definitely set goals for myself. Uh, I kind of the goals that I set really so that they're not unachievable is uh, I like to set goals of winning the day. I feel like if mm-hmm. you win the day and you continue to to build up those wins, then that's going to be the big overall goal. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think just the big thing is just like not looking too far ahead, but not looking too far like into, you know, like the future, like just worrying about taking care of today and doing everything that you can today. So that, you know, uh, once you do get that point and you put together like a month of just doing everything that you can every single day, that's when you're going to see the bigger picture. So I I like to just keep things simple. And I think that that's like the best way to to look at it is just win the day and everything else will take care of itself. That's such a good way to look at it. Like, I I have not thought of it that way. How do you like, how do you like tell yourself like, okay, we have our goal today, but like, how do you make sure you don't look too far ahead of yourself? Uh, I think the biggest thing is just picking like one thing that, that you really want to work on today. Um, you know, I'm, I'm like today I was I'm really known for my changeup. You know, my changeup was uh, a huge contribute, uh, you know, contributing to my good, you know, a good year last year. And, uh, you know, the numbers have just been down on today. So I said, you know what, in my bullpen today, you know, obviously I'm going to work on my fastball and my slider, but I'm also going to, you know, I'm going to throw more changeups than anything. Um, and, you know, we threw the change up and, you know, we were looking at some track man data and looking at the tilt and looking at the horizontal movement, like what, what happens when it's at two o'clock tilt and when it's at 145. And, um, so I just think like little things like that is just picking out what you want to do for that day and just attacking the plan. Do you look at baseball different than like, as a hitter does? <laughs> well, I actually hit, um, a lot. Like me and my dad wouldn't even practice pitching when we would go to the field. Like we would go to the park and hit for two hours and just hit like a bucket of balls and, do about three, four rounds. Um, but, I, I mean, I, I just respect the game. I just think that baseball in general is just a hard sport. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a sport that you're three out of ten and an all-star Hall of Famer, I mean, is insane. So right. uh, I, I just have a respect for the game, and I have a respect for hitters and, and pitchers. And, I, you know, I, I just think that baseball is just a tough sport. And I think that's why I love it because it's so, it's so much of a challenge, you know? Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you said you set goals, whatever, each day. How do you make sure not to abandon the goal that you set? I think just keeping like just just looking at the bigger picture and looking at where you want to be at. Um, mm-hmm. I think that if you set a goal, um, I, I I like writing it down. I think writing down uh, is is everything. So you know, I was working a little bit with Eric Gagne this year, mm-hmm. uh, and it was just an awesome opportunity. I I got hooked up with uh, Gagne through my agent actually, and he was just like, "Yeah, man, like just write everything down so you don't forget." He was like, "You know, you can have the best memory in the world, but just make sure that you write everything down." So, you know, after bullpens, like I said, if it's a changeup that I'm working on, I'll write it down. If it's slider, if there's a cue for me, like, hey, I need to think this, you know, this worked for me, this didn't. Always write stuff down. I think that that allows me to not forget. And it also allows me to go back and look at, okay, like, you know, this doesn't feel right today. Oh, oh, man, I'm I'm forgetting to, to, to change my sights. So I just think that writing down, you know, things helps you not forget. So where would you put the line between achievable and then unachievable goals? Um... That's a great question. Uh, I think just not setting like too much like of a high standard mm-hmm. um, and just put more pressure on yourself. I feel like, you know, and, and obviously at like, this situation is possible, but I feel like, you know, if you're in high A, don't look at, you know, oh, I want to end the big leagues this year. Like, yeah, you know, it's cool. It's cool to set, you know, like big goals like that. Like I, that, that's, you know, everybody at the end of the day wants to be in the big leagues, whether you're in rookie ball, low A, high A. Um, but I, I, I just believe like, you know, setting like little goals, like, okay, if I start off in high A this year, I want to end up in double A. You know what I mean? Like, or 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 this year, I just want to develop a change, uh, a better change up, or you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. I think that just you know, setting um, small goals transitions to 
bigger goals as you you know start to achieve those things so how do you think like baseball affects mental health oh i think it, i think it's great uh, I, I i think that you know you're you're constantly being challenged so i feel like that's always going to be um good you know good for your mental health and i also feel like another good thing is is not you know you want to take the game serious but you don't want to like take it too serious you know mm -hmm. I, I i've seen guys take it too serious and including myself and i feel like that's where a lot of guys get hurt obviously i have a love for the game obviously respect the game but i think it's good to to to, to go out and do like other hobbies that, that that you enjoy like once you're done getting your work in because i feel like when you sit there and like you think too much about oh i did this today and i didn't like this this and that like you're just gonna clutter the mind i think mm -hmm. uh uh Giannis, uh said like after a basketball game like he doesn't even put basketball on in his house like he just <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, he doesn't want basketball being brought into the household, like when he's not actually working. So I think it's a good, you know, uh, you know, play video games or go mm -hmm. fishing. I like a lot of people like golf. And I think that, that kind of keeps you fresh and it, and it keeps you sane. So obviously days you don't work out or days you don't play baseball. Do you ever watch baseball? And as a pitcher, how do you watch the game of baseball? Uh, So this year I, I didn't really watch much baseball i used to be the kid back in the day that would you know know everybody on every single team and uh i haven't i haven't been able to watch a lot of baseball i think it's like a little hard in season you know just like the time schedule yeah. and everything. but uh i think um this year i definitely want to start watching it more and how i watch the game as a pitcher is i really just look at how people sequence and how people like use their pitches um understanding like who they are as a pitcher and i think you know that you can just learn so much just from watching you know a, a big leaguer you know like how they attack guys and seeing how my stuff stacks up stacks up against their stuff like how my change up plays and how their slider and fastball plays and yeah i i think that you know it, you can learn so much just by watching the game and, and watching the guys that are already there so is there anyone obviously Bowie, norfolk uh even on the orioles that you look up to and do you ever ask them for advice yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I feel like I um, I became close with so many of them. You know, I got drafted by the Rangers in 2017, and I got traded to uh, Baltimore 2019 around March time. Uh, but since I've been there, you know, um, I've met a lot of great guys. Um, I, I really like uh, Noah Denoyer. Denoyer, mm -hmm. me and Denoyer are super close. Um, and, uh, you know, we've been close since 2019. So... You know, I think it's good to to, to see, you know, the, the success that he had this year in double A and just, you know, picking his brain and asking him like, yo, like when you went to double A, like what was working for you and kind of just picking his brain. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just think that, you know, there's so many guys that 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 are great uh, teammates and uh, I just try and pick their brains like as much as I can. You know, we're constantly learning. Baseball is a game where you're constantly learning. I think it's good to have that support system and to have those teammates that you can uh, go to and ask them questions if you're struggling with something or want to get better. Just, you know, just just learn more about the game. So I'm guessing you were in Delmarva. Am I right? I was, in, I was in uh so i was in low a last year and i got moved yeah. to high a and then this year i started this this year in high a and I, I stayed there the whole time so i was in aberdeen so from low a to high a how how was the transition uh i think it's, i think i definitely think it's a little bit of a transition i feel like at the end of the day no matter what level you're at honestly and, and this is advice for for everyone that you know is um you know going up a level or whatever the case may be or just you know the level that you're at i think it's just not putting too much pressure on yourself i feel like a lot of people feel like they get moved up from low a to high a or high a to double a and they just put too much pressure on themselves mm -hmm. and they go into it and they're putting all this pressure on themselves when baseball is still the same game yeah the hitters are going to be a little bit better yeah they're going to be a little bit more advanced but 
at the end of the day, I feel like if you throw strikes and you trust your stuff and you believe that you're better than the guy in the box, respectfully, then I feel like um, I feel like that's how people have success. I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm moving up, so I have to do more, when really you don't have to do more. You have to do what it was that got you moved up in the first place. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, it took me a while to learn that. You know, I've been – got drafted in 2017 and out of high school, so I was young. And, you know, as I'm starting to get older and be around the game and be around more people, you know, when you talk to them, that, that that's what they tell you. Just, you know, don't put more pressure on yourself. It's the same game and just continue to, to do what got you there. So being drafted out of high school – do you think it would have been easier from like a college to major league transition, or do you think high school to major league was easier? Um. Well, honestly, I, I'm. I don't like being like a woulda, coulda, shoulda guy. I mean, I was I mm-hmm. was drafted in the 16th round out of high school. Um, I was committed to Ohio State, and I was just blessed to even get a scholarship uh, for the mm-hmm. first, for uh, you know, first and foremost. Um, I think the biggest thing though is that realizing that where my life is because I did decide to take it out of high school. You know, I met my wife and, and you know, I, I feel like if I was in playing for Ohio State, I would have never met her. So I think that there's more to baseball than that. Um, I mean, more to life, you know, than, than just that aspect. But I mean, I think the transition, you know, I'm, I'm the type of guy I want to start things early. Like it's always been my goal to play professional baseball and I got the opportunity. You could go to college and anything can happen. You can get mm-hmm. hurt, you know, you can lose focus, whatever the case may be. So I'm really glad that I was able to start my career a little bit earlier and still have my school paid for so that, you know, even when if even if baseball doesn't work out, I can still, you know, use that money that they gave that was in the contract to go back to school. So I think, you know, if this is what you want to do, you want to start it early and, you know, get the jump. And, you know, if you want to go to school, school is always going to be there. Baseball is mm-hmm. not. So obviously this criticism in the world, um, people like reporters or fans that criticize you, and they don't they don't play the game. How do you take that? Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I I'm a real humble person, man. You know, I I got a lot of love to give. Like I'm I'm a, I'm a very you know cool person. I I kind of try and block that out. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you start if you start paying attention to stuff like that, it can it can mess your whole whole mental uh, game. It can you know affect you mentally, emotionally, you know, physically. So I, I honestly really just Try not to try not to look too far into that, you know. Just continue to pitch, and you know, if I'm pitching good, and they, they can't say anything about me, so <laughs> kind of do, do you that. think there's like a line between like good criticism and bad criticism? Definitely, you know. I, I think there, there, you know. I feel like you know, get your point across, but there's a certain way that you can say things. You know, you don't, mm-hmm. have, to, you don't have to be disrespectful when you say it. I feel like, you know, there, there's ways to go about things, and I feel like. Um, yeah, you know, if you're, if you're going to approach the situation, just approach it in the right way. You know, don't come off as, like, disrespectful or anything like that. So talking about, like, the good and bad line, what about, like, anxiety? Do you think there's good anxiety and bad anxiety? In a way, yeah. I feel like, um, I feel like uh, you know, some people feed off bigger situations. You know, some people, you know, closers, they feed off coming in with um, bases loaded, you know, one-run mm-hmm. game. Uh, and then there's other people that look at that situation and get, you know, um, emotionally you know affected at yeah. the end of the day so um i think that you know you, it, it's all about knowing yourself as a pitcher as a human and what kind of drives you and you know if if it's a big situation you just got to relax you know take it one pitch at a time take your deep breath focus on your breathing and and i think that uh yeah you'll be good but i definitely think that you know some people have good anxiety and you know are able to use it in the right way and other people you know it affects them in a negative way so if you like make a mistake on the field, throw throw a bad pitch by accident, or the pitch like 
like falls out of your hand, something like that. How does that make you feel and how do you focus on getting better? Honestly, you know, I understand that bad pitches are going to happen. Um, you know, you see it in the big leagues. I mean, nobody's perfect at the end of the mm -hmm. day. And I feel like you have to understand that um, as a pitcher. Um, so for me personally, it's just like all about the next pitch. You know, you can only focus on one pitch at a time. And I feel like when I do that, that's when I have my best outings. But when, you know, I, I'm, I'm five pitches in and I'm thinking of the first pitch, like, oh, man, you know, I didn't do this. Like, that, it's no good for me. Like, I have to focus pitch by pitch and worry about getting outs. And the only way I'm going to do that is if, you know, obviously I, I think about it pitch for pitch. I can't be worried about the first one. You know, it's all about the mm -hmm. next one. So talking about, like, people trying to be perfect, that type of stuff. Would you think there'd be more stress if you were perfect making no mistakes? Or if you were making mistakes, I feel like if you were perfect, you know, I feel like uh, if you weren't making mistakes, because I feel like if you end up, you know, making that one mistake, it, mm -hmm. it, you're gonna put more pressure on yourself because you know you're, you're setting these uh, expectations for yourself that you know, oh, I'm, I can never make a mistake. You know, there's something you know you can't do that. I feel like you have to, especially in baseball, you have to understand that mistakes are gonna happen. You know, everyone gives up home runs. Everybody walks people, everybody, you know, hit batters, whatever the case may be. You just got to keep your head up. And, and like I said, I think it all goes back to focusing on the next pitch and not, you know, putting too much pressure on yourself because nobody's perfect, not even in life or baseball. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. So obviously you said your dad got you into baseball. What was your first exposure of baseball? As I mean, as young as I know, I mean, just being five years old and dad just taking me to the park and, you know, just playing like light catch and, mm -hmm. Yeah, it just feels like I was born with a with a bat and a ball. You know what I mean? I've been doing this for, for so long. So, you know, shout out to my pops for, for showing me the game. And, uh, yeah, you know, I just I, – I mean, honestly, shout out to both my parents. You know, they both support me all the way. Um, always been there for me. Dad made sure that I always had bad glove. And, you know, my mom for, for, for coming to games and just showing the support. You know, I, I big shout out to both of them. So have you always been a pitcher? Uh, so no, so I, um, I always had a good arm on me, but I used to like love hitting, you know, uh, in high school, I played third base and shortstop and for travel ball teams, I used to play right field. Mm -hmm. Um, I really didn't start really just focusing on pitching. So I always hit like all throughout my high school career, even my senior year, but I really didn't start like taking pitching seriously until about sophomore, junior year of high school when I started to see like my velo increase and other, you know, people around me talking about, you know, Hey, you're a good pitcher. Like you could really do something with this. And then ended up committing to a house there as a pitcher. And then that's like what I knew what I wanted to do. You know, I didn't really care too much about hitting anymore. I just wanted to focus on pitching and becoming the best pitcher that I can. So do you ever go in the batting cages with players and just hit around with them? Uh, last time I did that was just like a, a, a community batting cage. Uh, I went mm -hmm. my brother, I think uh, two years ago, we just went to the batting cage and I still got it. <laughs> Who has helped you grow the most as a person, like as the person you are today? um definitely i mean I, I there's there's so many people honestly um i can't just say one person i gotta say my mom my dad my brother and uh my grandma i feel like everyone every step of the way has always like you know given me the confidence and believed in me and got me to believe in myself when i didn't even believe in myself uh just so shout out to all of them and um you know i just love my support system i feel like every you know athlete needs a, a support system behind them whether it's friends family all the above, whatever the case may be. But um, yeah, big shout out to those uh, four people because without them, I wouldn't be at the at the person and, and the baseball player I am today. So I know you make beats because I saw it in your story. <laughs> is, is that like a side hobby, side career? 
Yeah, so it's a side. It's definitely like a hobby. Um, I like doing that, and I like fishing, man. I, I like, and and that was going back to to, to the question of you know, it, it's good to to keep yourself busy and to to challenge the mind and do other things. I think fishing is very peaceful, and I think it's good to to spend time outdoors. I enjoy making beats because I feel like that's another thing that's challenging, and it's mm-hmm. it's challenging your mind and kind of showing like more of your creative side. Um. So yeah, those are two you know things that I like to do. I like to fish um, with friends, and I also like to uh, to make beats and, and some spare time. So how did you get into like making beats? Uh, <laughs> I kind of <laughs> just so I, I really started off by like actually physically making music, like you know rapping on beats and all that stuff. And then um, there came a point where I would just start listening to songs, and I would just fall in love with the beat instead of like the actual person singing on it. Like I wouldn't really care too much about the lyrics at that point. I would just, you know, love the sound, the bass, the instruments, the drums. Um, so I think it was two Christmases ago. Got some Christmas money and uh, spent it on a MacBook Pro. Bought a FL Studio and uh, actually one of my buddies. Um, his name is Oh Lord. It's Paris. Um, his name is Paris. He had, uh, you know, w- was a producer and he had showed me, you know, kind of how to work the software, how to work the program, gave me a whole bunch of sounds and instruments. And, uh, you know, I just <laughs> tried it out and, and it was definitely a good time. It was fun. So I that like is, to be- I, that's oh, so cool. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. So if someone told you, like, could you do a rap, like freestyle rap by yourself? <laughs> yeah, I can. You know, I, I'm, I'm more of like a, a freestyle with, with, with the boys in the car type of person. Mm-hmm. Like, I still, you know, I'm not that shy, but I still, when it comes <laughs> to music, I get a little shy. So if somebody would put me on the spot, I'd be like, hey, man, it just, it just depends on the type of type of uh, mood I'm in at, at that time. What would you say makes you a great pitcher? I would just say my competitiveness. Like, I just love competing. Um, I've been taught that at a young age, whether you're playing video games, chess, checkers, whatever the case might be, that, like, you know, you want to be competitive, you want to win. Uh, so I think that would a win is definitely um, something fun to watch. And also, I think what makes me a great pitcher is that, um, you know, you see guys come out of the bullpen and they're majority fastball slaughter guys. You know, when you, when you think of a typical closer or late in guy, you think of a, you know, power fastball with a power slider. Um, and I think what makes me interesting is, you know, I'm fastball, mostly fastball changeup. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, that that's what it is and, and definitely the uh, competitive edge that I have you know I, I when I when I touch the mound you know I, I'm the nicest guy off the field but when I touch the mound like I'm I'm trying to get the guys out I'm trying to get the job done and I think that that helps me compete and that helps uh you know me give my my team the chance to win hey everybody I hope you enjoyed this episode of my interview with Xavier Moore next week stay tuned for more with Xavier Moore that was not supposed to be a pun um and again drop down below who you think is going to win between the chiefs and the eagles i want to see what you guys think and i want to see a score predictions Uh, again thank you for tuning in and have a great day